Play the fucking intro. Dustin and this is Eric and this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 317. 317 and this is the last episode we release before going to punk rock bowling. Indeed we are heading to PRB this weekend. Eric and I will both be there. Got some some stuff to pass out so if you see us yeah come find us. Yeah I don't think you'll know what we look like because uh, but you'll know how we sound. Right. <laughs> But yeah, we'll be we'll be gallivanting around. We'll be occupying various uh, club shows and pool parties. I'll be checking out the Punk Rock Museum while I'm down there. Nice. I, I wanted to. Are. I wanted to get one of those uh, guided tours. There was uh, one with Roger Murray from Agnostic Front and another from Jake and Meggers from uh, Casualties. But I went to uh, go purchase the times, and it was like a hundred dollars per person per tour. I'm like. Um, yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. How, uh, how punk rock of them. <laughs> yeah, how punk rock indeed. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they're getting, I don't know if they're getting paid. I think it's just going to the museum, but. Oh, I don't mean them specific. Yeah. I just mean in general to charge people at the punk know, rock museum or to go, that are going to the punk rock museum a hundred bucks. That's, it's definitely on that DIY, I'm coming through town type budget, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Shit. But I'll still be going. I'll be, uh, you know, it's just $30 admission. So I'm like, okay, I'll go in. I'll check it out. It would have been cool to get a little guided tour from some of the uh, punk rock veterans. But alas, I do not have, I, I do not have money. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> All my money went to uh, booking the hotel and booking the uh getting my tickets right you know not just the passes but the show tickets the the club shows and also uh, securing enough money to supply gas to get down there absolutely yeah and of course food and beverage and uh, everything like that and we know that those food prices are gonna bone you they are yeah the everything rises when there's events but hell it's gonna be worth it Right. Well, I hope it'll be worth it. I, I mean, Vegas has been kind of dropping the ball with all these uh, festivals happening. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've seen, like, uh, all the problems that uh, Sick New World had. Yeah, there was a lot of, uh, yeah, there was a lot of shit going on with, like, uh, all the little stages, like power outages and just uh, set problems and wow. just overall incompetency of the stagehands. And, yeah, bands were getting fucked out of their sets. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, granted, it's a new festival, but one day for all that many bands, there were more bands on that bill for a one-day festival than there were for punk rock bowling. Right. Not including the club shows, mind you, but still, <laughs> it's, uh, come on, you gotta get your head out of your ass. That should have been a two-day festival. Right. Yeah, so we'll, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully things go smoothly for punk rock bowling as they, as they usually do. Well, Eric and I will talk more about the shows that we will be going to in the live show portion of the show when we get there. Yes, uh, yes. A lot of good stuff on this episode. No interview, but we are more than likely we'll have one next episode. Oh, yes. We'll be, we'll be talking to a few people, yep. some of whom you have heard before. And also uh, started a, we, I, I've been alluding to, Countdown POW Radio, Punkanoi Worldwide Radio, started just a couple days ago. Uh, music is flowing, soft release right now. I'm only, if you happen to listen to the podcast, you'll hear about it 
Uh, I only told about five people specifically about it right now, doing kind of a soft launch as uh, I want to get some artwork done. And the person I reached out to, I don't know if they're even working on it right now. But <laughs> if I get the artwork done, then an app will be put together. You'll be able to download an app on the iTunes store or the Google Play store and listen to it straight from there or online. But nonetheless, real if go, radio. <laughs> if you go over to slcpunkcast.com, which is also punkanoyworldwide.com, it's the same website. Uh, you'll find it there if you want to check it out. Reach out to us. Give us any feedback. Uh, we're going to get into this show now, though. Uh, we're going to start with the new music so we can get to playing some new music. The music, uh, I'm going to start back on May 13th. The Old Breed and Squared Off put out their split EP together. I received my vinyl in the mail just a couple days ago. And it's great. Two tracks from each band. Two great bands there. One from Chicago, one from Ohio. Then on the 15th, None the Wiser released self-titled None the Wiser on Melodic Punk Style. Pring, P-R-I-N-G-U-E. It's the name of the band. Pring. Pring. <laughs> they released Random Punk Content Generator. That's the name of the album. Sounds like somebody's saying Pringle with a speech impediment. <laughs> right? Pring. Pring. <laughs> I can't pronounce my L's. I like the name of the album, Random Punk Content Generator. I mean, you're going to have to take a look. I'm sure the artwork goes well with it. I can't remember if I've seen that or not. Again, it came out on the 15th. Matala Musica Records is where you'll find that. Uh, Assault on 5th, was uh, they released Burdened, which is a single on uh, 1054 Records. Devin K and the Solutions released Bitchin' in Stereo, which is a single on the 16th. Union Thugs and Out of System Transfer released a split called Le Combat Reste Le Mime on the 16th. Worst released Resurrected, which is prom their promo 2023 on 1054 Records. Northwalk released Steadfast EP on 1054 Records, and X-Rated released Suns Out, Punks Out EP, all of those on the 16th. On the 17th, Mind War released Still at War on Triple B Records. On Little Willie Records, TRBS, The Real Bastard Saints. Uh, I know I should know that offhand. <laughs> <laughs> um, they released uh, The Wow Sessions, Little Willie Records, uh, over there on Little Willie Records, several releases. I think most of those uh, releases all recorded somewhere around like 2002 or so. But if you go over to Little Willie Records on Bandcamp, you can find all the specifics on when the stuff was recorded uh, on the Bandcamp page on each of those album pages. So check those out on Little Willie Records. Citizen Rage released Harsh Reality on Cursed Blessing Records. It's a pretty good release. I recommend checking it out. On the 18th, Mora, M-O-R-A. Released Kat Ki Kiamatan, which is a single. On the 19th, Three Minute Movie released March Winds and April Showers Bring Me Flowers on Dead Broke Records. April Showers Bring Me Flowers. <laughs> Along with March Winds, I guess. Uh, Jay Navarro and the Traders released All of Us or None. That's a good release on the 19th. Heard that already. I've heard some of the Svetlana's new release that came out on the 19th. Uh, the Aliens Blues EP on Demons Run Amok. Uh, a handful more releases on the 19th, including Angry Youth Elite releasing It's Gonna Be Bad. I'll be playing, I think, next week. Or, yeah, I think it's going to be next week. We'll also be playing something coming up uh, from the Down Halls off of Scream Into the Void EP. Played one track early on, their first release single, but now the EP's out. Probably get back and play something else. Over on Asteroid M Records, they released Anti-Vision's Sedentary Single. Anti-Citizen released Obsolete, which is a single. 
Detroit 442 released I'm Not Crazy, I'm on Drugs. It's a single. <laughs> hey, sometimes it's both at the same time. Uh, Youth Fountain released Keepsakes and Reminders, which is an acoustic EP on Pure Noise Records. Bardeo released Vaxi, Vacasi, Vacaciones and uh, Ucrania. That's a single. They're from Spain. That's probably supposed to be Spanish, and I probably made it sound like something else. Uh, I mean, uh, isn't one of those words supposed to be Ukraine? <laughs> probably. It's like vacations in Ukraine is probably what, uh, or vacation in Ukraine. That might be what it translates to, just uh, looking at that. And I it's a single. Yeah, I can imagine that a u- vacation in Ukraine will be eventful, <laughs> yeah. we'll say. <laughs> and I'm sure the song is, too, so go check that out. They're a cool <laughs> band. On the 20th, Decent Criminal released There's More To It Than Climbing. Uh, on Tough Ain't Enough Records, Ukabilkada, U-K-A-B-I-L-K-A-D-A. That's the name of the band. They released Yurtzat and everything, not everything, a lot of releases from Tough Ain't Enough Records. It's in Basque, and Basque is really not like any other language. So when I'm looking at it, mm. I don't know, my... My brain and my tongue just don't roll the words off like I, I'm sure people <laughs> that have any idea yeah. what they're doing with the Basque language can do. Isn't that like the the language that's sort of a bastard language? Just a it's in, like an anomaly language. Like yeah. throughout Europe, most of the languages have some similarities. You know, Portuguese, Spanish, Italian, French, German. All of them have something. Maybe not directly interrelated, but other languages related. Yeah. Basque, nothing. Nothing in there. Yeah, it was like a. <laughs> yeah, it was like a myriad of like maybe Dutch and Belgian and uh, something like that. I, I just agree. remember we were talking about this. Uh, it was it was a while ago, but yeah, it was just some language that didn't have an origin. It just kind of existed right. in the middle of this, uh, like in the middle of this country. <laughs> it was like multiple dialects and languages just sort of all conglomerating, and it was just a. Just turned into something weird. I can't remember <laughs> if this is the same one, but it might be. Uh, last one on the 20th is Fat Chester. Waste My Life was a single. That's on Spam Records. Then on the 21st, Demon Dolls released Valley of the Demon Dolls demo. They originally recorded that in 2002, but uh, just came out or just released. Foul Technizny. I think they're Czech. They released, or maybe it's Polish. Uh, fuck, I forget. I don't know. Go check them out. There's two tracks. They're cool and worth checking out. On the 23rd, also, Free Will released The Wait and As We Sleep. That's two singles on New Age Records. The Raging Nathans released a new single called Never Be Through. Then on the 26th, that's this Friday, Punk Rock Bowling Day. Though in every, well, technically, there's one club show on Thursday, the 25th, but then really the myriad of club shows kick off on Friday, the 26th, and so do all of these releases coming out well actually no on a thursday they start off like the first one i'm going to is uh dead boys and the dwarves no that's what i said they're doing one club show that's it oh on okay. thursday and then the myriad like i think there's six or seven club shows that are actually okay, on friday now, now i follow yeah so that's when you, you know if you're in town early go to the thursday show just like eric mentioned but that's the one and only show and actually it's sold out i think there's like one Friday show and two Sunday shows that weren't sold out. There's only mm-hmm. two club shows on Monday. All other club shows are sold out. I just did a preview of all the club shows and played mm-hmm. a bunch of bands. 
on Punganoi Worldwide yesterday. Yeah. And yeah, there, there's not a lot left. I so if you don't have your tickets, you, you're probably not getting them. <laughs> well, unless you have a connection like I do. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'll talk more about that later. 26th versus the Worlds releasing The Bastards Live Forever on Spam Records. AJJ's releasing Disposable Everything. The Barnstormers were releasing Self-Titled The Barnstormers. The Dirty Nils releasing Free Reign to Passions. Les Lulis are releasing Mauvaise Foi. Glaz, G-L-A-A-S, is releasing Cruel Heart, Cold Summer EP on Static Shock Records. NASCAR Allos releasing Hey Asshole, which is an EP. (laughs) That's a great name. (laughs) The Jackets are releasing Life's Not Like the Movies, 7-inch. Miss España is releasing Niebla Mental on La Vida Es Un Mus Discos. Destroy All Gondolas and Guitarra Kio are releasing a split EP on Slovenly Records. Fishbones releasing a self-titled EP. It's a new EP. They did have a previous release that's also a self-titled, but this one is different. Uh, mm-hmm. Spiders releasing a new single called Tripwire. They're going to be playing a club show. I'll talk more about that here in a moment, but this single's off an upcoming EP. Fishbone will be playing a club show and a festival show. <laughs> yes, they will. And actually, that Fishbone show is one of the, I think, three overall club shows that hadn't sold out at, at when I checked. So if you want to yeah. go, yeah, that's one you want to look at. HR is performing the, at that show as well. Yep. The, yeah, that one last time I checked, which was last night, is still available. Well, so. options aren't completely gone yet. Yeah, not completely. And, and of course, there's always the scalpers, you know, yep. selling... Selling tickets for uh, not not that much uh, more than they're worth. Oh, good. Yeah, I know. I've had to <clears throat> I've had to sell a few uh, tickets when in my time down there just because I was burnt out, or right. I was like, you know what? All my friends are going to this other show. I'd rather just uh, roll with them than roll solo to this other show. That's fair. <laughs> so yeah, I've had to do it. It's uh, yeah, and sometimes you just gotta uh, take the uh, you just gotta eat up some profit. <laughs> And we'll talk more about uh, like the Hogs and Heifers show because uh, they don't pre-sell any tickets, and so that's always an option, too. Yeah, you just kind of have to show up. <laughs> yes. Uh, the last few on the 26th are Souls Worn Thin releasing Kill Your TV on Epitronic. Spoilers releasing Peaches and Cream, which is a single on Spam Records. And The Dead Notes releasing Forever Outside, which is an EP. A couple uh, on the first couple days of June, Curb Stomps releasing Edelweiss. The Alarm's releasing Forwards. Egoistin is releasing Egoistin. Viver. V. V. Veer? I don't know. Egoistin, <laughs> go check them out. Uh, Buggin is releasing Concrete Cowboys on Flat Spot Records. Spy is releasing Satisfaction on Triple B Records. Rancid's releasing Tomorrow Never Comes. Dan Cribb and The Isolated are releasing I'll Follow You Anywhere on P Records. And that's my list. That goes all the way up through June 2nd. Yeah. So plenty there. I think you get into yours so we can get to the music because yeah. my list was way too long. Yeah. <laughs> however, uh, beforehand, I got to uh, prologue this with uh, Pringe. I looked yeah. up the uh, album nice. covers, uh, but I found the first one, The Age of Cringe, which is uh, which is nothing but a lot of uh, a lot of old school memes that just just look uh, looming over this uh, kid on his computer. Weird. And it's like I see the uh, the nihilistic frog, the troll face, the uh, uh, the oh man, the the weird li- the dog face of the uh, I can't remember what it was called. A y- nah, that's a not a Yorkie. I think it was a Pomeranian. Okay, <laughs> I don't know, but you look at him, you can't exactly put a name to the face, but you know what you're talking about. And then I looked at the random punk content generator, and random, yes. 
It's like on the on the surface, it looks like a crust punk EP. But then you look closely. You look at this. Uh, it's a stencil design. You know, it's just uh, red on white. But you look at what the <laughs> design is con- consisted of. It's a lot of action figures. There's a oh man. One of those uh, pop heads, there seems to be what looks like a G.I. Joe figure and then some anime figure of what I can assume is a Dragon Ball Z character and another anime character on the adjacent side and then uh, what looks to be a ferret. <laughs> looks like something out of Wes Anderson's uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. And then an Eminem who's just got the sneer on his face. It's probably the red one. Red one's always a bit of a cocky sh- little shit. <laughs> uh Anyway, um, I also got to uh, point out that uh, last episode I was uh, talking about Def Def Def's new single, and those guys actually reached out to me, thanking me for uh, playing the music on here, and they actually did sp- they did confirm that a uh, full length is on the way. Nice. Yeah, didn't give me an exact date, but it's we're going to be getting more from Def Def Def, so I'm excited about that. That's cool. Yeah, looking forward to it, guys. Anyway, as for uh, new releases, I got from uh, May 19th the yeah, the new album or not album. I think it's an I think it's an EP from uh, Downside, Dark Patterns and Intrusive Thoughts, and then uh, 15 Counts of Arson released their first demo, and then on uh, the 22nd, Dead Heat released Endless Torment, their new single. I'll be talking about that in a minute. On the 23rd, Free Will will be releasing or they have released. <laughs> they have released a new single uh, just called The Wait and As We Sleep. That's the A side and the B side. And then on the uh, on the 2nd of June, American Nightmare is going to be releasing their first EP in, uh, God, I can't remember how many years. A long time. <laughs> yeah, That's going to be dedicated to the new world. And Buggin' is going to be releasing Concrete Cowboys. And, yeah, then, of course, Rancid, Tomorrow Never Comes. Right. Well, hopefully this album comes. <laughs> hopefully get to hear some of it and when they play on, uh, what is it, Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. That's going to be a fun time. Right. Yep. And, yeah, that's all I got going up to the, yeah, going up to the second. Well, we got a lot of new stuff. Uh, because there's no interview, going to try to pack a few extra tracks in for me because I'm trying to catch up on bands that are sending us stuff. But before we get there, Eric's got something. Yes, I do. Like I said, I'm going to be talking about a certain track in a minute, and that track is Endless Torment by Dead Heat. And that's going to be the title track of their upcoming EP, set to come out at the end of July, 28th to be exact. And I've talked about Dead Heat on this show. Y'all know that uh, their album that came out in 2021, World at War, was one of my favorite albums that came out that year. That was, yeah, top five, easily. I think it was my fourth favorite, maybe my third I know that it went uh, Amigo the Devil's uh, Born Against and then uh, Soldiers of Destruction's Cause and Effect. I think Dead Heat may have been third. I can't exactly remember, but it was up there. Nice. Yeah. So now this is their first release since then. And yeah, well, not an LP is being made in the works. That's fine because we're still recovering from the war as it was. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a, and that was such a great LP. I mean, if you want to hear more about it, listen to... Um, uh, listen to the episode where I talked about my favorite releases of 2021, and it came um, about May 4th. Yeah, and I think it's listed in order, so it's probably number three based on what I'm looking at. Like you said, okay, so it was the third release, just ahead of the Bronx. Yep. Oh yeah, that's right. Bronx was number four. 
Their album six was number four. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wrap your head around that one. Right. Yeah, and if you want to hear me me talk about more on Dead Heat, uh, if you're f- listening to this uh, in the future, then you will probably be you'll probably will have heard my long-awaited fourth episode of Lead Melodies that has been stuck in production hell for the last <laughs> year, and I mean, I just. Uh, I just haven't got around to writing more to it. I've been meaning to for the last uh, 12 and some odd months. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But It's still a great album. I still think it's worth talking about, even if it is almost two years old at the time of recording this episode. <laughs> but this album is not even this new single. And I mean new. It's not even two days old. It's not even really a day old. Right. It's a newborn. Yeah. And... Uh, it's Dead Heat at its best. It's just some killer fucking uh, West Coast and Nard thrash. They're from Oxnard, so I'm fucking excited for the rest of ha- for the rest of the EP. Because if it sounds like this, I think we're gonna be in for a nice, pleasant, brutal listening of Endless Torment. <laughs>
Yep, it's that's dead heat. Not much has changed since uh, the world at war. The um, uh, I guess you can call this the aftermath. <laughs> now it's all about reparations. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, it's still ongoing, as the title would suggest. <laughs> it's just endless torment. So yeah, I'm I'm satisfied with it so far. Let's see if the rest of the EP can pull through. Come July, I'm watching you. I'm watching you, Dead Heat. <laughs> yeah. Also, I got to say, this was uh, released uh, via uh, Tank Crimes Records, who are a pretty seminal uh, th- uh, thrash kind of crossover uh, uh, crossover label for neo thrash outfits, <clears throat> founded by the guys from Ghoul. And Ghoul is quite a interesting group. <laughs> they play their shows with a uh, bloody uh, executioner masks, like those burlap sacks. Right. Yeah, and that so that image alone is enough to grab your attention, but they're also fantastic musicians. So, yeah, maybe I'll have to play them on this show sometime. But yeah, the fact is uh Tank Grimes uh picked up picked up Dead Heat and now they're just rolling in the Benjamins. Okay, not really. The, <laughs> the fake Benjamins, all the little uh, counterfeit bills that they throw out to the audience just to uh make them feel just to sort of uh, punk them as it were. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what I got. Dustin, what do you got? Got, a, like I said, a bunch of bands catching up. First one, Spider. Spider is out of Long Beach, California. First of all, I want to thank Hector for reaching out, sharing the track with us. I was talking about at the top of the show. They're releasing the single Tripwire. It officially releases this Friday, Punk Rock Bowling Day. I'm going to call it that, even though technically, like Eric said, it's the 25th. But the majority of the shit gets... Kicking off on the 26th, so does so many releases, including this single. Their EP that this will be featured on, Death March, I don't know the release date, sometime in the future, but uh, be on the lookout, you'll hear this, and I'm sure you'll want to go check out more from Death March when it does come out. The band is playing their club show on the 29th, on Monday, features uh, TSO, TSOL, Punk Rock Karaoke, and Infirmities, uh, all those bands, plus Spider, and if you are unfamiliar, I mean, the band's been around. Uh, they, they are, you know, reading briefly here, like, some reviews of the band. Spider is a punk rock juggernaut from Jersey Beat. Uh, L.A. classic punk rock with an unruly hardcore tinge from Outburn. The Big Takeover said rocket-fueled Sonic's Kareem with Wild Abandon. You see, that's why I don't do written reviews, because I just don't think I could... Keep coming up with original shit. Not that they are. Maybe they say <laughs> that shit about all kinds of things. But uh, if you do enough reviews, I feel like I'd just be repeating myself, and I'd rather do it this way because uh, I think I would remember it more if I was writing it down. <laughs> well, if you find yourself uh, writing the same review, then you're probably just reviewing the same bands. That's true. <laughs> uh, maybe those bands weren't that different to begin with. The band is a do-it-yourself work ethic band. Uh, Really cool. Again, like I said, they're out of Long Beach. Really excited. If you have the tickets, it's Fremont Country Club is where you'll see them playing. And we'll we'll talk more about that. But be on the lookout for this single release to come out on Friday. So let's get to it. This track is Tripwire. The band is Spider.
So what do you think of New Spider? Well, it's uh, <clears throat> it's punk. What can I say? That's like a, the embodiment of it. <laughs> right, and fitting band to be playing with, Infirmities. Uh, I think those two bands kicking it off, both high-energy, fast-paced punk. Yeah. Yeah, like I was saying, it's a punk embodiment. Punk by design was like fast-paced. Right. Just to give it more of an urgency to it. It was like, oh, this is not exactly the the Rolling Stones. This is a little uh <laughs> this is a little uh faster. Almost like it needs to be somewhere. <laughs> right. Well, I'm looking forward to checking out more of Death March as we figure out when the EP release date is. We'll mention it and maybe we'll have to get around to playing something here or on Punkanoi Worldwide. Or you might hear it over on Punkanoi Worldwide Radio. Pow Radio. Who knows? Be on the mm-hmm. lookout for it, though. Next up, we're going to go to a band out of France. Rocco Glavio is the band name. It's not a person's name. It's actually the band's name, Rocco Glavio. And that's R-O-C-C-O-G-L-A-V-I-O. Sounds more Italian, but the band is actually a French band. Uh, and well, the it's, it's close. <laughs> right? Yeah, it is in close in proximity. Uh, I don't know specifically where in France the band's from. I just know that they are a French band. The name of their album is La Cher, La Cher Le Chien, Unleash the Dogs, or let's see. La Cher Le Chien. Okay, well, a little better there when Google Translate does it. Le but, Cher Le Chien. Uh, Unleash the Dogs is the name uh, of, of that release, and that release came out January of this year. Uh, I want to thank the band for reaching out. They emailed us on April 7th. I'm giving the dates on all the stuff when bands reach out. Uh, Spider was just recently, as you can tell, is a brand new track, and I thought it'd be fitting to put here because the band's actually playing this weekend uh, for punk rock bowling, and I did feature a bunch of bands, did a preview episode of all the club shows and all that if you go look on Punkadoy Worldwide, but uh, gives you an idea of trying to get caught up. Definitely will get caught up. Uh, the band... Uh, Rocco Glavio started in 2019. This is their second album. Again, it came out January of this year. Uh, you can go to roccoglavio.fr if you want to find their stuff. So they have social medias. You can follow them there. Didn't see a band camp, and I don't think I saw like some of the other streaming stuff. I, I don't know if it was on Spotify or Apple Music, but I didn't find it in other places. So you can definitely go find it and listen to it on their website, roccoglavio.fr. Plus, there's a lot of other band information there as well. We're going to be playing the track Le Punk Es Mort, which translates to Punk is Dead. (laughs) But no, it isn't. They're a punk band. If you understand French, maybe they're singing about something that says punk's not dead, even though the track's called Punk is Dead. I don't really, I don't know. It goes too fast and... Uh, my French is not as good as I wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Le Poncas Mort from Rocco Glavio.
fun, fast-paced. I think a lot of the other stuff may have more of a, a punk sound to it. I just quickly skimmed through some of it. But uh, I like that one. It was fun. It was quick. Uh, had a good tempo, even though it kind of had a old Western, you know, tones to <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> it really did. Especially uh, you hear that in the little uh, saloon-like piano in the right? very end. Absolutely. <clears throat> well, that's Rocco Glavio. We're going to play one more before we do. Uh, a band that uh, we featured last month. Uh, you can go look at the episode. Uh, the band is Uphill Avenue. Graham, I thanked Graham. I didn't have a lot of information on the band, but he reached out. I forgot to mention this sooner because he sent this to me like mid-April. Uh, the band is going to be out on Dammit Records, so they don't have a lot of it there uh, out available yet. It'll be coming. It should be coming through there some some way or another. Looks like singles maybe were coming in May, but I don't see them. And and I usually get stuff from Dammit Records, and I just looked them up on iTunes. I don't see them there either. But be on the lookout for these guys coming out on iTunes. Uh, like I said, I played some tracks from them on that episode. Uh, and, and a quick description of the band, because again, I didn't have a lot of information from Uphill Avenue. The world needs some decent heavy punk music with attitude. Uphill Avenue from the central coast of East Central Coast on the east coast of Australia with Graham on vocals and Jim on the rest of the studio instruments are here to throw you a punch in the face with their awesome catchy punk rock music. So I just want to make sure that I got that there. You know, we try to give out as much information on the bands as possible. And when we don't have all of it and it has to be a little bit more generic, well, there you go. A uh, whole lot of nothing uh, came out on episode 311 that we did on April 11th. So you can go uh, back and, and check out that episode. And uh, I also uh, think that when it comes out, you should definitely go check it out. Go back and check out that episode, and you will see why. Let's get into the next in the new category. The band is Media Slaves. Uh, cool band out of Vancouver, B.C. They released a, a track called Doom Scrolling on April 14th. That's when Johnny sent the email. Thank you, Johnny. Uh, the band is compared to bands like Cancer Bats, Refuse, Nirvana, Some 41, and Rise Against. We'll listen to it here in a moment. We'll see what you think about mm. that. Uh, the song, Doom Scrolling, is about phone addiction. I think there needs to be more stuff about uh, topics such as that because that is a bit of a social <laughs> problem out there right now. Uh, not enough actual socializing going on. But here's Media Slaves. The track is called Doom Scrolling. <laughs>
was something. Right? <laughs> that track, maybe not so much like Nirvana, but uh, maybe some of those other bands. Yeah, I'm not hearing much uh, much Nirvana, but I am hearing a bit of uh, I am hearing a bit of uh, Rise Against, and what were some of the other ones? Cancer Bats. Yeah, a bit of uh, Cancer Bats, and uh, uh, not really some 41. I mean, I can't say because I haven't heard much from some 41 aside Refuse, from though? the obvious. Oh yeah, Refuse definitely had a bit more of. Uh, yeah, there was a bit more of a vibrancy in Refuse, if not just for the uh, guitar tone. Right. Like, the way that those melodies just kind of echo has got that reverb effect on there. It reminds me of Liberation Frequency. Nice. So, yeah, I definitely hear more Refuse than uh, Rise Against. Like, Rise Against had a lot of, uh, uh, I don't want to say angst-driven, but there was just this sense of, like, coming from a place of hurt coming off of <laughs> Tim's vocals. And that's what it sounds right. Uh, that's what it sounds like right here. Well, cool. Well, check out Media Slaves. Doom Scrolling is the single. Uh, like we said, neither of us are really going to go on Nirvana sounding on this one. Or, uh, yeah, I agree with you. It's not so much Sum 41. Yeah. But I mean, uh, if you want to say like uh, Bleach era Nirvana, I guess. But even then, it's like the music wasn't that fast or that you know, abrasive. I mean, it kind of was. in the, but It was more like a garage rock album, that one. But... Yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's kind of a stretch. <laughs> well, we did play Media Slaves before we played him on episode 206 that came out April 7th of 2021, so just a little over two years ago, off of their Fear and Loathing in Outer Space record. We played Fleeks and Geeks, so you can always go check that one out or go check out their other release, Fear and Loathing in Outer Space, and you can decide for yourself what you think on some of those other comparisons. But nonetheless, Doom Scrolling. Definitely, uh, like I say, a, a subject that I think people should be <laughs> talking about, addressing at least amongst themselves uh, and, and regulating themselves when it comes to this. A lot of people need to do that, but mm -hmm. uh, good stuff. Doom scrolling, media slaves. Eric, we got some older, lesser known stuff. You and I, what is yours? Well, I'm going back to Killing Joke once again. <laughs> but don't worry, this isn't a, anything to do with uh, Lords of Chaos. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've uh, I've talked that EP uh, to death again. If you want to hear what I have to say about it, I refer you to my top twenty EPs. Well, not even top twenty, just uh, my top EPs. I think it was like maybe thirteen. I think so, something like that. Yeah, yeah, top thirteen EPs of twenty twenty two. So yeah, I refer you to that episode. You can find it on my LinkedIn, actually. Nice. Yeah, I have it set up there. If you want to hear it, um, but no, I'm going to be talking about Linktree. A, yeah, Linktree. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said LinkedIn. Yeah. Sorry. I may I have I may have said LinkedIn. Okay. But yeah, no, it's Linktree. <laughs> Linktree. Yeah, you can you can find my LinkedIn somehow. I haven't updated it in almost four years. So <laughs> maybe I should uh, maybe I should do that. But the song that I'm going to be talking about is the song that came out from their album in 2015. That one being Pylon. And Pylon. It's a, it's a long album. There's plenty of uh, tracks in there. Even uh, And, yeah, you add the bonus tracks on top of there. <laughs> and they had some, uh, yeah, they had some pretty big hits on there. But I don't know. An album that long, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really sacrifice the attention span. <laughs> <laughs> but there was one song that stood out, and that is today's song, I Am The Virus. And I discovered this song the same time I discovered The Lord of Chaos. If you remember, I was talking about, uh, I came across that song while uh, uh, while sitting at the bar at Aces High Saloon. Right. And uh, they had playing, 
<clears throat> on the TV monitors, they had it hooked up to YouTube, and they were playing the lyric video to uh, Lord of Chaos, and that's how I discovered that song. And then they had a, you know, they had it on uh, autoplay. So the next one to come after was this one. So I was watching that one and reading the lyrics off of it. I'm like, oh man, this is also pretty brutal. And it's got a similar build to that of Lord of Chaos. It's got that more like a heavy guitar tone, like a feels more like a uh, industrial metal song as opposed to just industrial rock, which is what they're known for. But it's still, it's still killing joke. You can still hear it in them. It just got a little uh, more brutal, but but yeah, this song is just uh, it's just amazing. It's just a uh, it's basically just a ton of lines talking about things that are wrong in the world. But he's uh, but he says it. Uh, Jazz says it in such a uh, with such a with such a prolific sense. <laughs> just for example, like false flags and black ops, Tavistock manufactured shocks. Something's gone horribly wrong. Hot flushes for the neocon. <laughs> and probably uh, my favorite because, well, it hits a little closer to home. You'll understand why. No one believes in 9-11. Steel frame buildings don't fall in seconds. Right. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, demolition crew. <laughs> Fuckers. Anyway, that's... Uh, so yeah, he's going off on uh, all that, hitting all the hot spots. And this was in 2015. And I can't help but feel that, you know, the, the proverbial virus is the you know the virus of information spreading and people just consuming it at face value not really uh, reading too much into it or questioning it or anything right you know but I'm watching this in a uh, post covid world and I thought wait were they alluding to something here <laughs> <laughs> it's like god why didn't we listen to killing joke right? i am the virus <laughs> whatever uh so yeah enough talk about this one killing joke I am the virus. I am the virus.
I am the furnace where resentment glows. <laughs> I am the bias. I am the virus. I am the virus. <laughs> I just love it. And I love how catchy that chorus is. And I just love how brutal it can sound. Right. How brutal killing joke can sound when, you know, when given the proper uh, trajectory. Because we've all heard their dubs. We've all heard their... Uh, We've all heard their kind of laid back, sort of a ambient, uh, kind of space rock sound. <laughs> D- dipping more into the psychedelic approach, but they know how to balance it out. And man, do they do they know how to make you dance and question why we're dancing, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> so, so yeah, Killing Joke. They're uh, you know, and they're still doing shit. I listened to their uh, newest track today just to sort of get a feel uh, for where they're going, and they still got it. They still got it. Not as heavy as uh, this one or Lord of Chaos, but it's classic sounding. Nice. So yeah, there you go. One more from Killing Joke. <laughs> well, I've got two that fit in this category, the older, lesser known, because they were both uh, 2022 releases. Uh, two cool bands that reached out. I'm way past due on playing them. That's why they didn't end up getting played in the newer category, because these bands reached out when the shit was newer. But I'm getting to it now. Uh, the first band, Dito Podre. They are from Curitiba in Brazil, and uh, they originally formed in 2015 in Curitiba and Parana. And uh, Otavio Ramon, he reached out on Punkanoi Worldwide's social media January of 2022. That's embarrassing that I'm just getting to it now, but I am. They released their album, uh, Caminos Trilijaros. Which I'll do some Google Translate here in a second because it'll probably do a better job of Portuguese than I'm doing. Uh, the, it got released May 3rd of 2022, so just over a year ago. The band started way back in 2015, like I said, they formed at that time. And uh, again, thank you to Octavio. The band's name is Dedo Podre, which translates into English as Rotten Finger. <laughs> the name of the album is Caminhos Trilhados. That wasn't too far off. Uh, Paths Trodden is the what it translates to. And the track that we're going to listen to is... Não estou nem aí. Which translates to, I do not care. So you got a rotten finger on a path less trodden and you don't care. Something like that. <laughs> How did you get the rotten finger? <laughs> Maybe they say in the song, but I don't think this song's about that. It's more about not caring. So uh, let's listen to it. Here is So maybe I shouldn't care. <laughs> You're caring more than they are, at least in this song. Here's uh, Dedo Podre.
Dedo Podre. Good stuff there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From Brazil. Go check them out. Sorry it took me so long. I hope it was worth the wait for everybody that got to listen to it. I uh, got one more band before we talk about some live shows, and we'll be talking about a lot of live shows coming up for sure as it's Punk Rock Bowling Week this weekend. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure we'll be talking about quite a bit. Probably have to do an abbreviated version because we're going to have an interview next week as well. So we're going to have to talk very quickly, I'm sure, to cover all the quick er, all the stuff that we're going to see this weekend. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> Though some of it's not that angry. I mean, face-to-face isn't that... <laughs> rough. Right? <laughs> yeah, and neither is uh, you know, kind of rancid. Uh, rancid for the most part are uh, kind of lighthearted. Right. <laughs> yeah, Dropkick Murphys, they're mostly just about uh, drinking and partying hardy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the band I've got next before we get to that portion of the show is Anti Stasi. Uh, that band is from Christchurch in uh, New Zealand. I don't know why my mind was drawn a blank there. <laughs> Man. You hear of hell, Norway. You hear of fucking Austria. Now we have Christchurch, New Zealand. Yes. Yeah, you better get on that, Christians, <laughs> if you want to be snarky. Uh, I want to thank Ben for reaching out. Uh, also on Punkanoi Worldwide social media, June, so just less than a year ago, quicker than I got to the other track. Uh, that's about all I can say there. Uh, on September twenty or se- September second of twenty twenty two. Uh, they put out a release. It's in uh, the Maoran language, uh, and it doesn't have a trans, uh, like a pronunciation, rather. So it looks like Otatahi Otautahi Rawiti, maybe. Anyway, into English, East Christ Church. I can at least do that. So that is what the album's name translates to. And so go look for that. Again, it came out September this past year. Uh, the track that we're going to check out from Anti Stasi is the Statues in the River. So again, Ben, thank you, and thanks to all the bands that share the music. I do eventually get to uh, most of it, as you can tell. <laughs> so here we go. Here's Statues in the River.
those guys didn't hold anything back. <laughs> right? I, I think it kind of kicks off, and you think, oh, is this going to be like some psychobilly or something like that? But no, no. It changes a little bit, and the vocals are definitely not psychobilly. <laughs> yeah, that, that is the case. Uh, good stuff there out of New Zealand. Thanks again to Ben for reaching out and sharing. Thanks to all the bands that shared their music. And uh, all the ones that have that I haven't got to know that I'm going to get to you here, Punkanoi Worldwide. And now uh, it'll make it a lot easier for us to get to a lot of music. A lot of your stuff will start getting featured on Punkanoi Worldwide Radio. So go check out Pow Radio 2. Eric, uh, we've talked a lot. Let's talk some more. Let's get into uh, <laughs> live portions of the show. We both have some albums to get to. So before we do, mm-hmm. what did, have you, did you go to any shows this past week? I uh. did. Yeah, I went to a show, and I also played a show. Excellent. Well, let's hear about it. <laughs> All right. Well, the first show I'm going to talk about was the show that I played. It was, um, yeah, with the Apathetics. We played with Mary Andrew and Paper Cup Memory, both of whom are not punk rock bands. Mary Andrew is actually a side project that our drummer Ben is doing with uh, the guy whose room we're sharing, Andrew. And their music is, uh, it's a, it's acoustic. It's got some... Uh, uh, man, it's got a lot of uh, weird kind of spacey ambiance to it, but it's so, uh, <clears throat> I guess you could call it emo in a way. Uh, but Andrew is a multi-talent. He's uh, got a, an acoustic guitar and a violin, both hooked up to pedals, and he is utilizing everything on that pedal board and this little uh, sample station as well. Nice. So it was uh, it was pretty awesome to see what was uh, coming about it. And, and of course, Ben... Being a in a more relaxed setting, being able to play drums not as hard or as fast as uh, he does in the Apathetics. And speaking of Apathetics, we played next, and we had fun. It was definitely a fun set. We actually were able to hear ourselves this time. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, the new venue, <clears throat> and I mean it's new. Like this, uh, so I've heard it was the first show that they did. Oh wow! Yeah, it's called the Rise. You know, I'm not, don't quote me on that. I'm not sure if this was their first show. I think they were just open for like uh, recitals or uh, a little DJ sets or stuff like that. Yeah, so so I don't know. But the point was, they actually knew what they were doing. We had to be down there at 4.30 for sound check. 4.30. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> to play to all of um, 10 people, maybe? Wow. Yeah. No, there was more than that. More like 15. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's the it's Provo. You don't really expect many people to show up, and <clears throat> certainly not uh, punk rockers. But what was funny before our set, uh, well before the whole show, me, Tyler, and Josh uh, went to the bar just across the street. Uh, what was it, ABGs? And and we yeah we met some uh, like minded people in the uh, <laughs> in the squall of this uh, paper cut mannequin society that is Provo Utah, <laughs> and we found some more of our kind there. One of which was a uh, tall bearded gentleman with a uh, with a Make America Metal Again cap from the heavy metal shop who was named Mike, and he of course approached Josh, being the only other person there who had a mohawk. He's like, yeah, what's up? And we got to talking, and he's like, hey, we're playing a show literally just across the street. Why don't you come check us out? Oh, I'll be there. I'll be the only one dancing. The guy never showed up, but I thought it was kind of funny. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we had a we had a pretty good set. We were pretty on we were pretty on point. I liked it. Uh, and yeah, then the headliner was a band called uh, Paper Cut Memory, and they were uh, yeah, they were all right. Just sort of like a softer alternative rock type shit. And they were, uh, you know, they were good musicians, nice enough people. Just, uh, 
music wasn't anything for me personally to write home about. Okay. In fact, most of their set, I was uh, walking around the venue, walking outside the venue, and just uh, searching for my fucking keys. <laughs> I found them. Don't worry. My car's not stuck in the middle of a parking lot down in Provo with a, uh, a myriad of parking tickets. <laughs> uh, no, nothing like that. We're fine. Now looking like a, a Homer Simpson's car in uh, Homer versus the city of New York. He's... <laughs> Loans his car to Barney. Barney drives it all the way out to New York, leaves it parked in the middle of the Twin Towers. And then Homer finally catches wind of it. They send him a letter like, uh, your car is parked in the middle of the Twin Towers. Please move the vehicle. (laughs) And of course, he goes there and he just sees like (laughs) droves of parking tickets all across his windshield. (laughs) So no, my car does not look like that. (laughs) Anyway, the... That was one show. The other show that I went to was seeing DRI up in Kamikazes. Nice. Oh uh, yeah, that was a that was a killer show. It was uh, uh, DRI, and unfortunately the uh, uh, the other band, the other band they were touring with, it starts with an I. Intent. They had to drop off because their drummer passed away. Oh, that's yeah. Too bad. Only like two days prior to the show, I'm like, Ooh. Jesus, that that really sucks. Like, right. Yeah, condolences to those guys. Like, that's a, I mean, it's one thing to have a friend and a band member die, but in the middle of a tour, that's just because you're away from everybody. Now you gotta, yeah, now you gotta worry about transporting a a body back to their home state. Right. (laughs) Like, that's just brutal. Sure (laughs) is. That's rough. Rough. Yeah, it's just rough. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry that that happened. Like, yeah, just sucked. But, Aside from that, the show was uh, was pretty fucking awesome. Got to see Dre's Method. They only play, I don't know, once every ten years. It seems. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're 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 old heads. They've been in they've been in the scene since like what the two thousands, the early two thousands, and they're still they still come around and kick it every once in a while. And then there was a uh, Necropsy. That's a, a sort of a. Uh, blackened death metal-ish band. I don't know. I wasn't really listening. I was more concerned with getting my drink on, honestly. <laughs> uh, but one thing that I had to point out is uh, when I got there, I noticed the flyer that me and my friend Nikki produced. She painted the artwork, and I just uh, you know added all the flyer details to it, or all the show details, making it a flyer. And it was a poster. That's awesome. It was a poster. I had never had a flyer that I made be blown up to a poster like that. So I was like, okay, everybody, me, you, Zach, we all got to get in this picture because, yes, I put the flyer together. Nikki did the artwork, and Zach was the person we kind of based the figure and the artwork off of. If you haven't seen it, it's a... It's a picture of a uh, thrasher in the middle of the desert, thumb in the air with a case of beer in the other hand. And he's just got this frantic look in his face like, I got to get going. I got to get to the DRI show. <laughs> but we kind of uh, inadvertently so modeled it after our friend Zach. He, j- he looks like that. Wearing his uh, battle vest. He's got a, uh, a cap with a fl- with the brim flipped backward. And, uh, and even the hair, the hair was the same length as him. So it's like, yeah, we're basically just using you as a, <laughs> as a reference. Uh, so yeah, if you follow me on any of uh, my socials, then you've seen the video, you've seen the poster, you've seen the 
the post, as it were, <laughs> and you've uh, and you've seen all the people involved with it. And I asked the door lady if I could have the poster because I created it, but they wouldn't allow that. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, and I even made. What do a... they do with them when they're done? Like, well, they the actually show's over, and the next day comes, they don't need it, right? What do they do with it? I think they keep it for their uh, archives. Oh, cool. And the smaller posters that they do, the 10 by 17s, they give them to the bands, actually. Ah. So there was oh, that. Cool. Although, I did see one guy rip uh, one of the bigger posters out of the frame and uh, keep it for himself. And I was like, damn it, I was going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to take that. I have, It was a flattering. It was kind of a sense of endearment because it's like, you know, we created something that apparently is so awesome, someone is wanting to rip it off the wall and keep it for themselves. Right. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know what? That was a pretty damn good flyer. So. <laughs> and, uh, and the thing was that they gave a, a copy of that flyer, you know, the 10 by 17 poster to DRI. And when I made that post about, uh, you know, this is the first time a flyer of mine's been uh, displayed like this. Right. Um, Jeremy Pritchett, the guy who uh, booked DRI and put on that show, he commented on there. He's like, hey, sorry, I'm going to get some more uh, posters printed, and I'll make sure you get one. Also, do you mind if I give your information to Kurt and Spike? They really loved the fucking poster, and they might want you to design a shirt. I'm like, yeah, go for it. Why the fuck not? Right, that's <laughs> I mean, awesome. I mean, I'm not an artist, but I have vision, and I have friends who are artists, so... I'd be happy to oblige. That's awesome. <laughs> but pay me, please. <laughs> I ain't gonna work for free, damn it. <laughs> but yeah, but even if nothing comes of that, that was that is pretty awesome. Right. It's like uh just like Nikki. They loved our flyer. <laughs> DR I loved our flyer. Anyway, now that I'm done with that little uh uh patent on the back story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the show itself, DRI set, it was fucking cool. They they played a lot of classics. They played some of the, yeah. They only played two songs from Thrash Zone. Well, okay, no, three. Those being Thrash Hard, Abduction, and Beneath the Wheel. Kind of typical, but I'm like, come on, play. You say I'm scum. <laughs> yeah, but they did other classics. They did Five Year Plan. They did Couch Slouch. I'd rather be sleeping. Syringes in the Sandbox. And they closed out with, uh, I win, you lose. I win, you lose. <laughs> fucking killer. So, yeah, even it, it was worth it being up at Kamikaze's in Ogden in the middle of the week. I'm 40 miles away from home, and I had to pick up my friend Zach from Magna and my other friend Nikki from uh, Sugar House, and I had to drive them back home while uh, Zach was so drunk and passed out in the backseat of my car. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, that's the aftermath of a thrash show, I, sh I, show, I suppose. Nice. So, yeah, it was a great time. I love seeing DRI. And, uh, you know, if I do get a Spike and Kurt's uh, uh, direct contact info, maybe we can have them on the show. That'd nice. be pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah. I mean, we got the Collar Brothers and we got Moby. Right. So, uh, so yeah, why the fuck shouldn't we be able to get DRI? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it'd be easy. I mean, Kurt runs the merch booth at all the DRI shows. So it goes to show how normal these guys actually are. Right. And it's not going to be about how he can't wait to get home and, uh, you know, tend his little tomatoes that he's planting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you guys are so wholesome. I love it. 
Anyway, those were the shows that I attended slash uh, played. What was the show that you went to? I flew to Austin and watched uh, Aggressive and Hard Sell. They kicked off their tour together in Austin. And then the next day, so that was last week, Thursday, and then uh, we all drove to Dallas, and they played in Dallas on Friday, and then moved on from there, went to Oklahoma City for Saturday and so forth. But I did the Austin and Dallas shows. The Austin show was a kickbutt coffee. Cool venue, great sound, not huge, probably uh, like a similar size to the Beehive area, you know what I mean? And uh, stage is cool. You can go see, I posted a video of each band from that night over on the SLC Punkcast Instagram page. You want to check that out, but you're better off going to Aggressive Oi on Instagram or Facebook and Hard Sell. Both are easy to find, Instagram, Facebook. Both bands have posted a lot of videos. Up to all kinds of shenanigans in the last couple days. I'm not going to give anything away. I think you should just go watch it. If you like either of the bands and just want to see what bands get up to on tour, you should check it out. Hard Cells from Austin. They've never toured the U.S. as a band before, so they played shows like one-offs or maybe a weekend, but they did a Thursday through this upcoming Saturday, so like a 10-day tour. Their tour date in Minneapolis didn't work out, which would have been Monday this week. But, uh, and by the way, if anybody knows of anywhere they can play in Tulsa, reach out to the bands because their Tulsa show just had an issue with the venue this today when we're recording this and they are looking for help, even playing a house show in Tulsa. Yeah. So reach out to them. Uh, got, got some shirts, checked out the bands, man, phenomenal. Aggressive came from Germany. They were so great. Uh, it was really awesome to get to hang out with the bands, not just go to the shows, but I actually, uh, hung out with them, stayed with them uh, at Chris's ranch there in Austin. So slept in the recording, not the recording, but the practice space for the band, which is in his ranch. That's where the guys from Aggressive were there for the couple days leading up, probably acclimating to the time zones and such. But they killed it. Uh, they did the like 30-minute set first day, and then they did like the 45-minute set. So I got to see both, and the band's reversed. So I bo- got to see both kind of intermediate set, you know, 30-minute set, shorter set, and then both bands, longer sets, which were great. Tracks were were different, so it was really cool to get to see both bands back-to-back like that. On the first night, they played with Generation Exit. I know at least the drummer played in Starving Wolves and uh, Sniper 66, and I want to say Crime Revenge was the other band. Those are the ones I can think of offhand. April, she's awesome. Uh, and the band's really great. I tried looking up their music. I couldn't find any music, but they played for like, I don't know, eight to ten songs, it seemed like, and really <laughs> cool music. I got a shirt from that band, so support them. You can follow them on social medias, but I don't know if there's any music you can go out there and check out, so I don't know that until they do release some, I don't know when we would be playing it. And then on the next night in Dallas, which was Friday, because I flew on Saturday, uh, that was at Three Links. A lot of bands go through. We just uh, I saw Crazy in the Brains, as I talked about in the last episode. <laughs> yeah. Crazy in the Brains last night played at, so two days later than when I was there, I think, uh, played at Three Links there in Dallas. And that Dallas show featured Mob 84, which there's band members of several bands, including uh, uh, Dog Company, and that Mob 84 went with the bands up to their Oklahoma City show anyway. And then obviously both those bands, uh, Aggressive and Hard Sell. And then 
Mr. Kingpin, I was doing interviews with Chris during Mr. Kingpin. Didn't really get to see any of their show. But I'm sure they were cool. I heard that, you know, if you like like ska, reggae-type sound, they were really awesome. And then Hub City Stompers were the main event uh, on that bill. And that's the second time I've got to see Hub City Stompers. And dates aren't released yet, but I hear Hub City Stompers might be making their way to Salt Lake City in July. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Anybody in Salt Lake, go see them. They are awesome. Uh, I had a blast. I was tired because I'd been... Long story traveling, and I, I got a ride with the band. I rode with the band, uh, a hard sell anyway, from da- Austin to Dallas. Uh, and it was just, it was long. Not to say that those guys that were actually performing didn't have it longer, but by the end, I was watching. Fortunately, they had seats in the back, and I was watching Hub City Stompers from the seats. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was beat. It was after midnight, and I was like, "All right, I'm just glad I get to be here because Hub City Stompers they killed it. I uh, can't wait till they get to come here." Uh, the band's aggressive, hard sell. I want to thank both those bands for letting me hang out with them, tag along with them, video them, interviews, all the stuff we did. Uh, had a blast. If you want to go back, we, I did an interview with Dan. He does vocals for Aggressive. April 5th of 2018, episode 42.5, which What's New March is what it was called. I did an interview. You can go back and check that out. Yes, that was just over five years ago is when that interview came out. And then also did an interview with Chris of Hard Cell, which came out a month prior to, uh, which was episode 38. And that was March 6th of 2018. And that was right after their last album, Subculture Criminals, came out. Hard Cell will be releasing their greatest hits as soon as the vinyl gets in, and then they're working on recording a new album. Uh, aggressive, awesome. Uh, it was great to go get to meet all of the band members and, and actually get to talk to them like I talked to Dan and Chris, obviously, and I'd seen Chris at his Frontline Fest in person and got to talk to him briefly there, but to actually just get to hang out with him, bullshit with him, have some cool conversations. So, again, I want to thank Aggressive, so that's Dan Niels and, and Melvin, and then they had uh, Sven. Got to talk with Sven a bunch. He's awesome. New guitars in one of other Dan's other bands, and he just like had a couple practices I think before they came out here. And before that show, I was mentioning that Hard Cell was looking for a drummer because their drummer dropped off. Well, they picked up the, a drummer for the tour off the band City Riot, and that was Martin, and he was awesome. Talked to him a bunch. He actually rode in the van with the Hard Cell guys. Uh, long story, but he rode in there, so we got to talk with him, and looking forward to playing some stuff from City Riot. Hopefully their album is actually coming out later this year. And then all the guys in Hard Cell, obviously there's Chris, and then Jeremy's, uh, I got to talk to Jeremy and Travis, rode in the van with them. Tom's fantastic. I got to talk with Tom. He's uh, newer, the newest member of that band doing drums and also in the cryptics and uh, looking forward to anything that he does. He's been on tour a couple times with, uh, you know, did part of the cryptics tour and hopefully Hard Cell will get to come out here. And then Jeff as well. Jeff rode in the van with all the Germans when Martin was... Uh, riding with us. So quick shout out to all of those guys. They're all great. That's the shows that I got to see. Go follow them on their social medias. Funny shit. And then if you have any ideas, I already reached out to all the bands I know in 
Tulsa tried to help them out. And if you know of anybody, please do so. It's not till Saturday, so there's at least a few days left to arrange something. And you don't want to miss out. I mean, phenomenal. Both bands killed it. Uh, definitely easier to get hard sell out here to Salt Lake than aggressive <laughs> once they go back to Germany. But hopefully they, they come play a town near you in the Midwest. You should be taking care of it. Uh, both those venues were great. The sound's great. Uh, loved it. Eric, that's the shows we've went to. I guess we can mention some shows, including the punk rock bowling ones, and then we'll get back to the music. Yeah. Oh, boy, quite a quite a tall order. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, there are a couple of uh, shows coming up that I unfortunately won't be attending, the most unfortunate of which being Drain. I am I am still fucking very bitter about this. <laughs> I think you've stated that on the last three episodes. I've stated it on the last <laughs> six episodes. However, uh, but yeah, Drain, for all you people, all you lucky fucks who are going to be up here, they'll be playing on the 29th with uh, Tarina, Out of Pocket, MS Paint, and Dirty Mike with uh, Iden Ginny Mask, uh, whatever the fuck you pronounce that. And it's a skit... It's uh, located at Behind the Fice Gallery, the F-I-C-E Gallery. I'm not exactly sure where that is, but, you know, if you're a hardcore kid or a thrasher, uh, you know, just ask around. You'll find it. That starts at 6.30. Um, oh, yeah, tonight, you know, that being the 24th, uh, All Time Low, Mayday Parade, and Games We Play be playing at the Union. That's $40, 7 p.m., so if you're not there already, then, uh, well... Uh, I don't know what else to say. Either get your ass there or tough shit, Jack. <laughs> anyway, on the uh, on the thirty first, Nomas will be playing with Snuff Tape, Goro, Birth Void, and Aces High Saloon. That'll be fifteen dollars, and it'll be eight p.m. I don't know if I will be back in time for that one. Because when am I coming back? It's on a Tuesday, thirty. Oh. No, I think I will. I think I will be able to go to that. If not just to see Goro. I love Goro. Those guys rarely play. The last time they played was, I think, in 2021 because uh, Anonymous played with them that uh, over at that uh, Resolute show. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it was the last time Gag Order played, too, before they uh, you know split up and moved away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, Goro would be awesome to see them. Uh, then on the second, I will definitely be going to this one. It'll be Creator, Sepultura, Death Angel. But the main reason I'm going is because Spirit World. Nice. <laughs> yeah. They'll be playing at the Depot that starts at 530, and the asking price is $42. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll love me some Creator and Sepultura and Death Angel. Death Angel I've seen before. That was uh, last year when the Bay Area Strikes Back tour with uh, Testament and Exodus. And I have not seen Sepultura or Creator, so that'll be awesome. But Spirit World, I just love you guys too damn much. And right. seeing you once is not enough to cut it. Exactly. So even if you are opening for some uh, more, uh, um, <laughs> what is the? I had it, then I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Well-standing bands, I guess, or? Uh, more experience. I mean, they've been around longer as a band, uh, at least in the state that you know we've talked about spirit world yeah i guess we'll yeah i guess we'll just say that for just bigger bands you know <laughs> yeah but spirit world you're my favorite anyway on the fourth the cure is returning to salt lake wow yeah at vivant arena nice <laughs> and that'll be starting at 8 p.m the starting price for tickets uh last time i checked i guess for the bleeder seats was 41 50 and they can go up to $135. Now, I Damn. don't I don't know which ones are left. 
you know, I assume that uh, you got nothing but bleeder seats or, uh, you know, uh, seats that where you only get one of a view of one side of the stage. <laughs> and uh, Robert Smith is going to be nothing but a little black dot with a <laughs> with a white and red smaller dot. <laughs> that being his face. So, yeah, and I don't quote me on these prices. That was uh, something I checked out uh, about a month ago just to see if uh, the rumors were true, if they really were $400. But apparently where I was looking, they were not. So, uh, but, you know, it's getting closer to the show. They probably upped the prices. You know how these fucking bitches work. Right. Fuckers. Anyway, uh, going on from there, on the 10th, Svetlana's will be coming through Aces High, and they'll be playing with the Modifiers. The modifiers. The modifiers. Yeah, that's how you, <laughs> that's how you pronounce that shit. Anyway, uh, also playing with them will be the Filth Lords. And my God, I love the Filth Lords. That's my friend Alex Ortega. That's his band. He was the he was my first editor when I went to Slug Magazine. Cool. So, yeah, it'll be awesome to see them again. I'm not sure how much it costs, but, you know, it's an Aces show with a touring band. You can gauge it'll probably be around $15. Cool. It's not that bad. And it's the Svetlana. Yeah, they haven't been here for a while. The last time they were here, it was a Jordan Clemens show. They played at the Metro, and only about 15 people were there. I remember I was talking about this with my friend uh, uh, with my friend Zach today. He said he was at that show, and he went up to the Svetlana's afterwards. He's like, please come back. I assure you, we are not like this all the time. We are a lot better. <laughs> you know? It's just it's a Wednesday night. It's the middle of the week. Everyone's fucking tired, and people really hate Jordan Clemens. So nice. <laughs> just don't worry. We'll treat you better this time. And they will be treated better this time. At least they'll get paid. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, finally, on the 13th, the Mighty Thrice is coming back to Salt Lake as part of their 20th anniversary for their album, Artist in the Ambulance. Cool. So, yeah, that's going to be pretty badass for all you thrice hearts. Right? That was kind of a stretch, but whatever. <laughs> uh, supporting them will be Holy Fawn. That's going to be at the Union. It starts at 7.30 p.m. And the asking price is $30. $30. For thrice, ain't that bad, honestly. Well, thrice and holy fawn, but who the holy fuck knows who the hell holy fawn is? <laughs> Not this guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know him. I barely know thrice, but thrice is a is a band that's in high demand. People love the shit out of those guys, and I'm just like, yeah, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> they're good. They're not my style. I mean, their early stuff is more my style, but Artists in the Ambulance, I've listened to it. I'm like, yeah, sure. I can see why people enjoy it, but that was years ago. Maybe if I listen to it now, I'll give it a, uh, yeah, I'll give it another chance. I think everything deserves a second chance. Doesn't mean I'll give it to them, but <laughs> they do deserve it. So yeah, thrice people seem to love them. Maybe I'll love them too. Uh, but all the people who do love them, that's when the show is. <laughs> the what did I say? The thirteenth. Yeah, it is the so. yeah. It is the thirteenth. Get your ass out there. I mean, yeah, you got a few weeks to plan it. <laughs> awesome. Yep, that's it. Okay, I've got a bunch. I'm going to go through them real quick. Uh, as I said, aggressive hard sell on tour tonight when this episode comes out. They'll be in Milwaukee at last rights, but on the 24th, they'll be in Columbus, Ohio, 25th in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and then on the 27th in Tulsa. The venue was Shrine, but it sounds like that has fallen through, so... Help the boys out, and if you're in any of those other towns, you definitely want to get out there and see them. 
Uh, I'm going to quickly go through the shows that I am going to be at at Punk Rock Bowling. So if you're coming to my shows that I'm going to be at, definitely come say hi. Friday the 26th, I will be at the Lion's Law, Wisdom and Chains, Anti-Vision, Military Gun, and Halt Show at the place on 7th. I'll be there. <laughs> nice. On Saturday, I'm going to go see Anti-Heroes, The Generators, Antagonizers, ATL, and Hunting Lions at the usual place. Then on Sunday, I will be at Booze and Glory, The Rum Jacks, The Barstool Preachers, and The Provos. And that'll be at the place on 7th. Then finally, I have the club show tickets to The Bell Tones, The Chisel, The Drowns, and Speed of Light on Monday the 29th at Backstreet Bar and Billiards. The Provos. There's more than one Provo? Yeah, and this oh, band, God. I believe they're <laughs> from like the L.A. area on that episode I did featuring all the club show bands. I figured, well, this is a show I'm going to. Who's this band? And they're like a folk punk band. Oh. Out of I, it didn't say where they were from. Not a lot of information out there on them, but their music is definitely a, a folk punk style. And uh, all the shows, the majority of the shows anyway, that they seem to be playing are all in that Southern California area. So I'm just a generalizing LA area. Okay. So there's, as far as I know, there's just one Provo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they are not from Provo. <laughs> Uh, all right, if you're not going to be here at Punk Rock Bowling, but maybe in Dresden in Germany uh, on the 26th and 27th, they're doing Contrabash, which will feature the band's Collapse, Complete Loss, Liberty and Justice, Red London, Nagon, Claim Choice, The Spartanics, Cran, and Now What Shock. No, no Wit, No Wit Shock? I don't know. Uh, go follow any of those bands or uh, Contra Records. Uh, Liberty and Justice officials, where I'm looking at it right now, but uh, they will be doing after-show DJs on both days and such as well. So if you're going to be in Dresden this weekend, you can go there as opposed to Punk Rock Bowling. Then there will be Punk on the Peninsula, which will be Saturday the 28th. And so, again, if you're not going to be at Punk Rock Bowling, go check this out. Uh, Slady, The Outcasts, Insane, David Delinquent, and the IOUs, Dead Irish, Local Authority, Kicked in the Teeth, Rum Lads and Uganda's Moonshine Epidemic. That is the Sunday lineup uh, for Punk on the Peninsula. And you can go to punkonthepeninsula.rocks if you want to get more details. Or, again, you can go see any of those bands' social medias, and you can probably get more there, too. Uh, Some Kind of Nightmare is actually still on tour. Yes, yes, they are. Uh, they are picking up their tour on the 25th in Yuma, they'll be at Punk Rock Bowling doing a show on the 26th, and that's the show at the Backstage Bar Billiards. Albuquerque on the 28th, Oklahoma City 29th, 30th in Tulsa, 31st in Arkansas, the 1st in Lexington, the 2nd in Indianapolis. Their show on the 3rd is to be determined, and they'll still be on tour through June 16th, so I'll talk more about that on a future episode. Grade 2 is still on tour with Crazy in the Brains and Slaughterhouse. Uh, those bands playing various club shows, uh, Punk Rock Bowling this weekend. I think all the bands are on the 28th as uh, they will be in San And Well, the 23rd, uh, oh no, sorry, the 24th tonight, the episode comes out. They'll be at the Paper Tiger in San Antonio. The 26th, they'll be in Tucson and the 27th in Scottsdale, Arizona, and then they'll be doing the Fremont Country Club show for grade two. Uh, go check them out. The band Crazy in the Brains is not actually playing a show, but Kristoff will be singing for a band, so go check out Crazy in the Brains social media, and you may find out when or where they will be. 
the Spam Fest is going to be June 3rd and 4th. I'm going to be doing a preview episode of it early this next week, uh, covering all the different bands. But uh, real quick, you can go see bands like Mudfight, Sincere Engineer, Mobina Galore, The Von Tramp, Stand Atlantic, Zebrahead, Less Than Jake, Anti-Flag, Turbo Beer, Flogging Molly, CF90, uh, Jen Razavi, Destroy Boys, Hangover Society, The Bloodstrings, The Rumperts, Public Serpents, Victory Kid, The Menzingers, Bowling for Soup, Hot Water Music, Enter Shikari, Frank Turner, and Rancid. That's the two days. Those are the lineups. Uh, also at Punk Rock Bowling this weekend, the Provos, Eric, you were talking about pool shows. Well, the Provos are playing a pool show on Saturday the 27th with Booze and Glory and Lion's Law. So if you don't have mm. club show tickets to go see the Provos, you might get to go check them out at the pool party with Lion's Law and Booze and Glory on the 27th. And that starts mm. at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Well, I'd love to, <clears throat> yeah, I'd love to check out that pool party, if not just to see uh, Lion's Law and the Provos, but I'd love to see Booze and Glory again. Right. Last time I saw them was also at a pool party at Punk Rock Bowling back in uh, 2017. Nice. Yeah, and of course they're uh, you know when they played on the main stage, right? Right. <laughs> that was, but that was my introduction to Booze and Glory, and I went and bought their album Chapter Four right after that. Absolutely, they are a great band. Uh, next is the Baltimore's '95 Punk and Ska Music Festival, put on by Liberty or Death Records and Oi to the World. We will be covering more on that next week, but real quick, it is June 8th, 9th, and 10th. Again, it's in Baltimore. Bands like Violent Way, Mephiscopheles, Patriot, Mob Mentality, The Take, School Drugs, Broken Cuffs, The Stress, Italian Blood, Bastard Brigade, Ice Cold Killers, Schaefer Battle, Chupascabra. There's even a special guest on there. Uh, so go to Liberty or Death Records or at Oi to the World. You can get more details. We should be talking more about that on the next episode. On May 28th, you can go see Dead Boys. Uh, playing a matinee 2 p.m. show with The Runts, Love Canal, SOH, and The Toe Tags at Alex's Bar in Long Beach, California. So if you're not getting to see Dead Boys in Vegas like Eric's going to be, you can, yes, go, I will. <laughs> you can go see them at that matinee show. And you get to go see The Runts, too. Runts will be playing shows throughout the year. Mm. Uh, as it is their last year. Eric did the interview with them just a few episodes back. So, And I saw them a couple weeks back. <laughs> yes, they were here, and now they'll be there. Uh, a couple <laughs> other punk rock bowling uh, items. The Cotton Mafia presents Hangover Helper at the Sand Dollar in Las Vegas, and it's uh, inside the Plaza Hotel. These shows are from noon to 3 each day. There's no cover charge, but you have to be 21 or older. There'll be beer, booze, and pizza specials. So if you want to do this as opposed to pool parties, on Saturday the 27th, you can go see System Restore, Boulevard Bullies, Blue Collar Suicide. On Sunday the 28th, Nobodies, The Slights, Jerk, and Goners UK. And then on the Monday the 29th, The Negative Nancys, Not Much Cooler, and Trivial Menace. So if you want to do that, pack it in, do so. Uh, on Friday the 26th, if you're going to be in Cork in Ireland and not a punk rock bowling, uh, you can go see Paranoid Visions, Dangerous Dave and the Side Effects, and Stanton's Grave at Fred Zeppelin's, which is on 8 Parliament Street in Cork. So uh, go check that out. It's only uh, 15 euros to go see that show. Uh, coming up on Saturday the 27th, if you're on the East Coast and you're in Bethpage, New York, a $10 show You'll get to go see The Stress, The Skags, Half Dizzy, and charge for, Charged for Battle. 
A uh, bunch of great bands on that one. It shows at 8 p.m. Unfortunately, it is a 21 and older show, but uh, if you can make it, definitely go check it out. Bouncing back to Punk Rock Bowling, a show that is a couple more shows that I'm going to mention that are non-official club shows, but actually happening there. So as we said, most of those club shows are sold out. Here are alternatives. You can go to the Double Down Saloon and see what doesn't kill you makes you poorer, which is a charity event for their very own Sean LaBelle. And that is, oh, that one's Friday, June 2nd. So that's the week after Punk Rock Bowling. My bad. Still in Vegas, though, and it features Soldiers of Destruction, Fuckface All-Stars, Open Fist, Illegal Aliens, and Riddled With, I think it's just Riddled With. Uh, it's 21 and older, no cover, so uh, go see our, our pals in Soldiers of Destruction. There'll be Cold Cuts Fest on Saturday, June 3rd in Millville River in Pittsburgh, and it's a 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. show featuring Doc Rotten, and the Jasons, two great bands there, and I'm sure a lot of these other ones are great. I'm just not as familiar with them. The Cheats, Submachine, Complete Bastards, Bottle Rat, Coffee with Lions, and Navin and the Jerks. So uh, there'll be a fest there for you, Pittsburgh. Uh, the one I was mentioning, uh, alternative, is the Hogs and Heifers Punk Rock Hoedown. And you can go check that out. Uh, there are some alternative shows there. Uh, I don't know. Is the flyer cut off? The flyer might be cut off here. I can't tell if. Well, I'm just going to. The, the Saturday show features Urethane, Counterpunch, Let Me Downs, Middle Age Queers, and Generation Exit. Yes, that Generation Exit from Austin that I was talking about that I went and saw. You can go see them at. The Punk Rocks Saves Lives Punk Rock Hoedown. And that's right across from the downtown Grand at Hogs and Heifers. It is a, like, I think you just show up and pay 10 bucks or something like that is usually what it is. Uh, on the Sunday show, it's the Deviates, Jughead's Revenge, Hanging Judge, Hans Gruber and the Diehards, and Endless Struggle. So uh, those are all club shows after the main venue shows. And then... I think these other ones are, are the, I would have to assume, a Thursday and a Friday show. I can't tell. Flyers cut off. I'm going to just uh, leave it at that. That's all the stuff I've got. Eric, anything else you want to add before we get to, back to music finally? <laughs> Thankfully not. All right. So <laughs> we're going to do some great cover-to-cover -cover albums so we can get this show wrapped up. Uh, we still got more than that, but still, music time. Eric, what's your great cover-to-cover -cover album? Well, the great cover-to-cover -cover album I have is actually a great cover-to-cover -cover EP, and it does, in fact, tie in to <clears throat> the festival itself. Some of you may know that a couple bands at the festival are going to be playing some of their seminal releases front to back. The first of which, and probably the main reason I'm going, is Suicidal Tendencies, playing their first album in its entirety. Oh, my God, I love that album. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> so you may be thinking, yeah, but I'll be talking about that album. But I already did. I talked about it about uh, two years ago. Huh? Yeah, two and a half-ish years okay. ago. I remember, I remember specifically uh, listening to that album while I was still working as a janitor and was like, I got to talk about this album on the podcast. So, <laughs> And it was around that time. Um, and while I do love that album... I figured it would have been an injustice to not call... May 19th of 2021. It was almost exactly two years ago. Never mind. 20... Damn, was I still working? No, I was... Uh, I had quit by that point. 
Regardless, <laughs> the seed was planted while I was working there. Right. Anyway, like I was saying, Injustice 2. Oh, you know what? You played uh, a track off of there uh, November 4th of 2020 as well. So a uh, holiday track Well, hol- called Possessed. I don't know why it was holiday. Maybe, oh, probably oh, from yeah, Halloween. Oh, yeah, for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I played Possessed on uh, that one. And then, uh, yeah, for the cover-to-cover uh, cover album, I know that one of them was uh, I Saw Your Mommy. I think the other one was Suicidal Failure. I shot Reagan. Ah, I shot Reagan. Well... I'm excited to hear those songs again. I'm excited to hear Fascist Pig. I'm excited to hear Suicidal Failure. I'm excited to hear Suicide's an Alternative and the actual version of Possessed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's gonna be that's going to be a scorcher. However, as I was saying, <laughs> I feel I would be doing the other band such injustice as this is a, a weird, like this is a weird kind of uh, album, an EP as it were, <laughs> <laughs> to be drawing attention to. And that band is Agnostic Front, and that EP they're playing in its entirety is their first EP, United Blood. United Blood that has 10 songs and just caps over about six and a half minutes. Six minutes, 21 seconds to be exact. (laughs) And they're going to play that whole thing. (laughs) So great. That's like listening to two regularly, uh, regular length Agnostic Front songs. Um. However, uh, Dustin did bring this up, that there is a LP version that is uh, being released or has been released. May or? 1st. It came out on May 1st. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that has uh, you know, twice as many songs on there and is uh, twice the runtime. So we're going up from six minutes to 13 minutes and some change. So... Yeah, again, that's not adding too much. <laughs> so even if they did play all of those songs and... Uh, yeah, some of which are incredibly short, as you, as this, uh, as it was sort of preluded here. I mean, one of the songs is fifteen seconds, fifteen fucking seconds, right? <laughs> yeah, but that's not to that's not to take away from the uh, shorter tracks on this one or any of the tracks because they are all they're all there. They all have their place, and this was Agnostic Front in their uh, you know their. This was them presenting themselves to the world. This was the first time you were going to be able to hear them. And, you know, this was the early 80s. Punk rock in the early 80s was all about being fast, being short, because we had the attention span of a gnat. Right. (laughs) You know, it was get it out as fast as you can and as quick as you can. And the funny thing was, when they were uh, writing this music, it was right up until after uh, Victim in Pain came out the following year that people were coming up to Roger and Vinny saying, like, you made it such a great fucking record. It's like super hardcore. And they kept throwing that term around that it was hardcore. And Roger's just like, I was just trying to make a punk record, man. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, first release came out in 1983. 10 songs, six minutes, and uh, you know, not even six and a half minutes. <laughs> and it was released on their own label, the AF Records Labor. L- label. Fuck. <laughs> Tripping over my, my consonants here. And one fun thing about this, this is the only an- uh, agnostic front release to feature Ray Bees. He was their original drummer. Oh, nice. Yeah, Ray Bees. And also, a little fun extra fact here, Adam Mucci was the bassist on there, but... At the time of its release, he had left the band and was replaced by none other than Todd Youth. Nice. And Todd Youth has not, he's not been credited on any Agnostic Front records. I just assume he was like a hired gun or was just a, you know, a touring musician for them. 
And at the time of him joining that agnostic front, he was like maybe 14, 15 years old. <laughs> he was already living on the streets, living that fucking life. Uh, but we know, we know Todd Youth and who we, what he contributed to this planet. Well, the planet of hardcore. <laughs> but yeah, I refer you to that episode, the tribute episode I did back in 2019. Right. <laughs> it was a great episode. Uh, but yeah, let's keep it focused on agnostic front. Yeah, the United Blood EP, you're going to hear the whole thing in its entirety. And maybe the bonus tracks. We That remains to be seen. We'll only know when we go there. So, yeah, let's just get us started. United fucking Blood. And that's one of the longer songs. <laughs> yeah, that is the title track. And yeah, I was just trying to figure out what song I should also play on this one because, you know, it's kind of hard to uh, choose one, especially when a lot of them sound the same. <laughs> Zinger. No, they don't all sound the same, but there was just some that I felt like uh, yeah, had, had more to say. And of course, that just happened to be the two longer ones. The other one I chose was uh, Friend or Foe. And... Yeah, maybe it's because they sort of revive those lyrics and uh, something's got to give. I don't know, friend or foe, something's got to give. <laughs> yeah, so this was the birthplace of it, I guess. <laughs> but no, the lyrics are very straightforward. The messages are blunt as all hell. It's like friend or foe. It's like, yeah, who are you to me? Are you going to stab me in the back? Because, you know, we're living that street life. You got to have one, yeah, have eyes on the back of your head. You don't know who's trying to swindle you or trying to stab you or trying to shoot you or maybe all three at the same time. You know, who the fuck am I to say? I wasn't alive back then. I was never a street urchin or a pusher or a peddler or a fucking addict or a, anything of that sort. Right. You know, these are just all things that I read about from the horse's mouth, the man himself, Mr. Murray. I read his autobiography. <laughs> So I know what he was, uh, I read about what he was going through and where all this inspiration came from. And it's well documented right here in United Blood and pretty much the rest of Agnostic Front's uh, discography, which is still going to this day. Well, I mean, that's questionable. The last album they released was in 2015. That was uh, The American Dream Died. Huh. Yeah, that was a good one. It was a pretty good one. The Rogers voice just, oh man, Rogers voice. <laughs> it's seen better days. Whatever. Friend or foe, let's listen to it. <laughs> Friend or foe, 
That's almost half the EP. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> More like a third, but actually, no, it's pretty close to half. Yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah, it's, uh, you know, you take an hour, uh, an hour, fuck, you take a minute and a quarter, you know, that's uh, that rounds up to uh, two minutes and 30 seconds. So, yeah, that's a good chunk of the EP that we just listened to right there. Right. Yep, and there's a whole, uh, yeah, and there's a whole uh, four, and a, four minutes, four minutes after that. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll see what uh we'll see what Agnostic Front has up their sleeves when we see them. I am excited as fuck to see them, regardless of them playing this whole EP front to back. Right. You know, because Agnostic Front, this will be my fourth time seeing them, and they are a party every time. Right. They fucking know how to pull it, or know how to pull it, know how to bring it. They know how to rep. Right. They just Absolutely. fucking kill. Yes, they do. All right. So yeah, that's Agnostic Front. That's just a sort of little uh. A little uh, preamble to uh, Punk Rock Bowling Excursion. And who knows, maybe when I get back, I'll have discovered a new band whose music is awesome that I just have to talk about them on this show. We well, will see. We will see. Uh, my great cover-to-cover -cover album, it's a new one. And I thought fitting as we're going to Las Vegas this weekend. The band is Fool's Errand. Uh, they are from Las Vegas. And they just released their new album, Big Up the Impact, which came out on April 1st. Yes, April Fools. They just kind of dropped that one. Didn't even know. Like, I think I knew they were doing music, but I didn't had no idea that that was going to drop on that day. Uh, when I did some new songs uh, episode for April over on Punkanoid Worldwide, I played the song Shit, which features <laughs> the East Las Makeshift Choir. And the East Las Makeshift Choir features Mickey C, Alex M, Joe C, Johnny O, Johnny Elbow, who I'm going to see in Vegas this weekend, uh, Tony Bats, Dan 45, Vegas Jimmy, Bobby Franks, and Jason Raleigh. So all of that uh, is what makes up the East Las Makeshift Choir, Choir, Oyer, Choir, because it's Oy in there. Uh, awesome. Go check out that track. Go check out the rest of the album. Uh, I want to thank Pete. Pete's awesome. Uh, I ordered my copy of the Red Limited Edition. There's only 100 of the vinyl made. Uh, I think there's still some. You can go over to the Bandcamp page. It's foolserin702.bandcamp.com and big up the impact. Uh, I think there are some red vinyls, but if you're coming to town, reach out. You might be able to uh, get your hands on a copy and avoid the, the shipping charges. You can buy it, buy it there directly from the source and they don't have to pay any money out either because you bought it directly from the source. Now, let's play some different tracks that uh, aren't the, the shit one. <laughs> yeah. uh, even though shit is pretty good. Uh, we're going to play I Think I Like It because I know I do. Uh, I Think I Like It's the name of the track. I added in the rest. Uh, <laughs> we'll play that one first and we'll see what you think. Here we go. There's some new Fool's Errand. 
you hear that? Fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah, isn't this quite? Isn't this guy quite the masochist? <laughs> she wants to kill me, but maybe I want to die anyway. I think I like it. It's like, well, okay, this is a this is quite the kinks you got building around here. <laughs> uh, great track, great full length. Uh, it's awesome. We're gonna play one more. Possibly my favorite. Uh, I'm a big fan of the band Kong Kong, and the yes, this track features Kong Kong. Uh, Pete did a great job. Again, there's several releases. If you're unfamiliar and missed the other times we've played Fool's Errand off of their other releases, well, go check out that Bandcamp page. Go see all the other releases. Let's play one more off of that. April Fool's release this year. Big, uh, big up the impact. This track is called Lost a Friend, and again, I think you're going to be able to tell the parts uh, that feature Kong Kong as they are very distinct. If you don't know that band, you should look that one up too. You've missed a lot of the episodes we played them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's quite a few. <laughs> yeah. Here we go with some more Fool's Errand.
Great track. What'd you think of that one? Boy, it had some. It had its moments. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, there's the Kong Kong vocalist, the yeah. guy with that. Yeah, <laughs> that deep gruff belch that he's got for a vocal. <laughs> for a yeah, what is it? For just vocals in general, right? That's great stuff. Fools, Aaron, go check out that album. Like I said, you can get yourself a copy. They are from Las Vegas. Big Up the Impact is the name. Thank you again to Pete. Let's wrap up the show. Eric and I are doing a kind of a little switcheroo as a, at least the last few weeks ago. I was playing the kind of alternative, somewhat borderline grunge in some cases, and, and Eric had mm -hmm. been playing, you know, for the most part, like some sort of metal. But uh, we'll see what we got on this one. Eric, what do you got? Well, I got a... Uh a seminal track from a seminal album of a seminal band of the grunge movement. Yep. That band is Alice in Chains. Oh, yeah. I love Alice in Chains. I've loved them for years. They were one of the first uh, heavier bands I was listening to when I was like maybe 11 years old. And it was just sort of like, wait a minute. This is like rock music, but it's also kind of metal. Like these riffs are kind of heavy. I don't know what to say about this. <laughs> but that was the lovely thing about uh, Alice in Chains. Yeah, like I said, they were uh, you know, they were part of that fucking grunge boom that happened in the late 80s and early 90s in Seattle, and that was where they're from. 1987 they formed. And yeah, they are hailed as one of the uh, pioneers and just the overall uh uh representatives of the grunge movement hailed alongside the likes of Soundgarden and Pearl Jam and Nirvana. Right. Allison Chains makes up that big four and each one of them is distinct in their own, uh, in their own manner. Yeah. Allison Chains, they got a two vocal attack, you know, between uh, Lane Staley and uh, guitarist Jerry Cantrell, who both contributed lyrics and, you know, sort of combined them with, uh, uh, along with the heavy blues style, uh, guitars and just of that you hear an often, uh, Often in hard rock and classic metal. Right. Yeah, a lot of stuff here sounds like a, yeah, it sounds like Tony Iommi. And that <laughs> was the sort of thing with uh, grunge. It was a style of music that uh, uh, that caused the paradigm shift of alternative music in the 90s. It was like juxtaposed to the uh, rock star lifestyle and mindset that we got in the 80s. You know, whereas that was all about glorification of living large, partying and intaking plenty of drink and snorting and injecting and inhaling many a substance. <laughs> you know, we're on top of the world. Nothing can touch us. We're all gods among men. And grunge is about the aftermath, I think. It's the reality check, the day after the party. You know, stripping down the egocentric personality that shrouded arena rock to reveal the man behind the curtain, as it were. <laughs> and nowhere is it more blatantly represented, in my opinion, than in Dirt. I mean, this album, it revolves around addiction. You know, in the 80s, we're all like, you know, fucking pour some sugar on me. It's like, <laughs> give me something to snort. You know, we're all, like I said, they're all about partying and drinking, but... You know, after the party, it's really not that it's really not that fabulous. <laughs> yeah, it's no longer the glamorous life. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, and it was like a lot of those glam bands, those arena bands was a lot of flash in the pan, you know? Have you heard much from Skid Row lately? What about Poison? <laughs> Do people the only band that people seem to remember is Motley Crue and it's not exactly for the right reasons anymore. <laughs> oh god. 
but you know we're not talking about them uh, the thing is like uh, a lot of the themes in this album revolve around addiction and yeah the lyrics can kind of read off like a uh, like an after school PSA you know the dangers of drugs it's like but the announcer isn't warning us about the dangers of drugs from secondhand information it's more like uh, Staley's like I know the dangers because I am using right. trust me don't do this you will hate your life you'll hate your friends you'll hate your family you will hate yourself you will hate everything unless you get your fix <laughs> Yeah, and that's what makes Dirt just so fucking heavy. I mean, there's uh, over half the songs on this one are revolving around addiction, such as the title track and Godsmack, Sick Man, Junkhead, Angry Chair, and Wood, one of their most famous singles from this one. And that's actually a tribute to uh, the singer Andrew Wood, who was in Mother Love Bone. He died of an overdose. So, yeah, it's all coming together in this one. And a side note, Godsmack took their name after that track. Yep. Now, not not coincidence. They, they actually did do that. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They lifted it and used it as their own. Yeah. Too bad they're not as good. <laughs> yeah, not as good as Alice in Chains. Now, that's a tall order of feel. No one will ever be as good as Alice in Chains. But the band is not as good as that one song. <laughs> and... And yeah, all those aforementioned tracks, they talk about the effects, both positive and negative, of, you know, all about drug use. And that just sort of makes Dirt their heaviest, most soul-grinding record. That's, uh, that's what they say. They said that this, uh, this was the follow-up to Facelift. And Facelift was, you know, as, as opposed to that, they were getting way deeper. <laughs> they were, like, doing a lot of soul-bearing. Yeah, and aside from the overlaying theme of addiction, there are some songs whose subjects are uh, lighter by comparison. It doesn't mean it's all sunshine and daisies. It's just uh, you don't have to think as much. Like uh, Them Bones, the first song that you hear on that, it just says sort of a reminder for our overall re- morality. Uh, not morality, mortality. I keep fucking those words up. <laughs> yeah, mortality. <laughs> one day we'll all end up a big old pile of damn bones. Uh, Rooster, one of their more famous songs, is actually a tribute to uh, Cantrell's uh, father, who was a Vietnam veteran. And it's just singing about his journey of uh, uh, healing from the shell shock. And uh, Down in a Hole, it's about the feelings that we go through from uh, Love Lost. And the song that I'm choosing today is Damn That River. And yes, I'm playing this song again. You may remember that I did talk about this song earlier on, but I didn't go in depth. I feel like I have more to say about this one because Damn That River, it's a, it's a great song. Maybe we should listen to it first. Try and pay attention to the lyrics and come up with your own conclusion because the subject of this song is kind of debated. <laughs> so, But we'll get into that for a minute. Let's listen to this song first. I love it. I can't do it.
that's uh that's damn the damn river <laughs> yeah and like i said there are uh, multiple uh <clears throat> yeah multiple renditions of the uh, meaning of this song at least from uh, online forums that i've read but you look at some of the metaphors here like i broke you in the canyon i drowned you in the lake or i pushed you when i pushed and then you stumbled i kicked you in the face or I burn the place around you. I hit you with a rake. You piss upon my candle, so proving you're a fake. Now, this song was actually inspired by Kentrell after getting in a fight with their drummer, Sean Kinney, which resulted in Kinney breaking a coffee table over his head. Wow. So, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> pretty brutal. Yeah, this guy's got a little angry there. So, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. They were young and full of uh, junk. Well, actually, no, Laney was the, Laney, Lane Staley was the <laughs> one who was full of junk. The Cantrell and uh, company were just, uh, they were just young and angry. <laughs> uh, anyway, like I said, the deeper meaning is often is debated between like uh, uh, three different things that I've read about. The most common of which is a metaphor of like uh, letting go of anger uh, for if it's built up for too long, consequences could be dire. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just uh you know, you want to damn that river? Well, maybe I don't give a damn anyway. So it's like, eventually, the dam's going to break, and you're going to want to fucking beat the shit out of somebody. Others say that it's more representing heroin in the bloodstream. You know, the bloodstream being the river. Okay. You know, and just, uh, you know, not being able to quit. Again, want to try and damn that river, but maybe I don't give a damn anyway. <laughs> And another, and this one is not so commonly debated, it's just uh, it suggests that it's a metaphor for the Green River Killer, who was a pretty prominent uh, serial killer in the 80s and 90s, I guess, but you know, I never heard of him. So I haven't either. I mean, that's pretty fucking niche, and that's quite a stretch. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they knew about it. Maybe it was more popular back then. I don't know, and I don't really fucking care. <laughs> so well, maybe they wrote it in such a way that it could be all three. Yep, exactly. <laughs> You know, but the first two, I wager to say that the first one is probably the the one that's the uh, be all end all meaning because it was written by Cantrell, and this is inspired from a fight he got with, uh, got over with a drummer for uh, who just he just kept pestering him for a ride. That's what he said in an interview, and he just got to the point where it's like I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> so yeah. Like I said, I played that song before, but I didn't talk about it. I didn't really give it uh, enough justice as to why I chose it, other than the riff is just fucking awesome. But that whole album is awesome. God damn it. I still love that album. It still holds up to this day. And God damn it, R.I.P. Lane Staley. But I'm happy to know that Cantrell, uh, uh, Mike, and uh, uh, Sean are still blazing on. <laughs> take, that as a, take that as it may with William Duvall. He's a, yeah, he's a pretty, uh, he's meeting the standards, I feel. Cool. Of Lane Staley, just minus the junk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going to get this show wrapped up. I'm going to play a, I'm just going to call it a thrash song, but they're, uh, I'll read it. So the band's from Montreal, Quebec. The band is called Vanta Black Warship. And they are an ensemble made up of stalwarts of an array of legendary bands, including Les Escorches, Leprosy, Buffalo Theory Montreal, Arsenic 33, and Ghoul Lunatics. 
Uh, and they have been fanning the flames of thrash, hardcore, and groove with unyielding tenacity. Uh, lyrically, this particular track, so Vant Black Warship, they released Last of the Hardmouthed Poets, and that came out April 28th. And I want to thank the label uh, that sent this out to us. Uh, I got two different emails because the first single, which is Hunting the Recruiter, <laughs> that's what we're about to play. And then more recently, they just released a second single called Gone. And so I, I recommend going and checking out The Last of the Hardmouth Poets. But uh, we're going to listen to Hunting the Recruiter. Lyrically, that song puts the listener in the shoes of a predator tracker who decides to take action to complete the latter's activities. Uh, the last album of the band, I think this is their third album, and the last album of the band came out in 2018. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool, so let's end the show with some Vanta Black Warship. Here's Hunting the Recruiter. Predator! Predator! You predator! Predator! 
that's Vanta Black Warship hunting the recruiter. What'd you think? Well, I'm not sure if I heard so much thrash, more like a groove-oriented hardcore. Well, that's kind of, I guess, what they described themselves as. Maybe I just mislabeled them. Yeah. They're fan- they says they fanned the flames of thrash, hardcore, and groove. So uh, I think this track right here is one of the slowest on the new album, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, as well. So go if you go check out the rest of The Last of the Hardmouth Poets, I think you'll find some other things that might fit that mm-hmm. Yeah, like this one, I was feeling more in common with uh, uh, with Biohazard and uh, you know District Nine as opposed to the likes of uh, you know like Chromags or uh, Suicidal or anything like that. Cool. So, uh, so yeah, maybe like you said, this album isn't the best representative, or this song, song isn't the best representative of their overall sound. So it would suggest otherwise that elsewhere on this album would be uh, something closer to with a. You know, the common traits of thrash that we're used to. Right. And so go check it out. If you like this one, I think you're going to like the rest. They're from Montreal. That's Vanta Black Warship. We're going to wrap up the show now. So you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music Player FM, Podvine, Verbal, and SLCPunkCast.com. If you want to go listen to Power Radio, just head over to SLCPunkCast.com. You'll be able to figure it out pretty quick. It sounds like you said Power Radio. <laughs> like, oh, be careful. They <laughs> nope. might trademark that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pow. Uh, it's so much quicker to say than Punkanoi Worldwide Radio. Uh, the bands, though, they are found on Instagram at deadheat805, at official.spider, at rocoglavio underscore band, at media slaves band, at killing joke band, at dato podre cwb, at anti.stasi, at agnostic front nyc, at fools aaron702, at allison chains, Eric. Oh, the show's at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? <laughs> uh, you can find me on my personal Instagram at scaryuncle underscore Eric, E-R-I-C, underscore S-L-C. And from there, you can access my uh, LinkedIn page. And yeah, you can uh, read all of my crazy articles, and you can find all the uh, SLC Punkcast episodes on there. Well, the latest, I should say. <laughs> the latest. I post the latest weekly. Uh, you can find my bands Anonymous and Apathetics on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official and at theapathetics.slc and on Facebook at anonymous slc and at theapathetics and on Bandcamp at anonymous slc and theapathetics.bandcamp.com. Uh, you can check out my <clears throat> my other podcast, Lead Melodies, on Instagram at lead melodies underscore podcast and on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc. And you can stream the episodes on anchor.fm. And you can follow the SLC Hardcore page on Facebook at SLC Hardcore. I'm kind of slacking on posting flyers this week. It's been super busy. Super fucking busy. Condensing everything into three days before I leave for five. Right. So, yeah, I'm up. I'm a little occupied right now. But I will be posting some of the upcoming shows that I talked about here. Anyway, that's, uh, that's me. The bands are found on Facebook at DeadHeat805, at SpiderOfficial, at Rocco Glavio, at Media Slaves Band, at Killing Joke Official, at Dato Podre CWB, at Antistasi Punks, and that's Punks with an X, at Agnostic Front, at Allison Chains, at Vanta Black Warship, and the show's at SLC Punkcast. Thank you, everybody who shares your music. Uh, continue to do so. Thank you, everybody who listens and who listens all the way up to this point. Thank you to all the guys in Hard Cell and in Aggressive for letting me tag along and hang out with you and go to your shows and drive with you and all the and stay with you and all that other shit. And just thank you for punks being punks. Go check out 
POW Radio. It's for the punks and anybody that just wants to listen to punk in general. Anyway, Eric, any yeah. final thoughts before we wrap up the show? Well, nothing too, uh, yeah, nothing too crazy, but just to sort of uh, tag on to what you were saying right there, I'm just stoked to be here doing this. Every week, it's always it's always fun. It's always fun to just uh, sit around and talk about punk music and listen to it and uh, regale all you uh, fine listeners and stories of our uh, of our little endeavors and our little excursions into the uh, real world and that we still uh, we still know how to party sometimes. <laughs> yes, us and so many of you out there like us constantly doing our part to breathe life into the punk. Exactly. Give back what you receive. Yes. And yeah, that should be a rule by which all of us should abide by. We should all abide by it in (laughs) any walk of life. This just happens to be ours, so that's what we're going to do. Anyway, we'll see you in a post-punk rock bowling 2023 world. Play the fucking outro.